I never told no one that My whole life I've been holding back Every time I load my gun up so I can shoot for the stars I hear a voice like Who do you think you All right, another day, another dollar Another one of my favorite episodes My favorite episode because it's from my podcast What if it did work? And yes, I'm a little biased This week's guest Steve Pezzavento, entrepreneur, real estate investor, marketer, mindset coach. He's the host of the Investor Mindset Podcast, an active investor who curates, man, that's such a big word there, commercial real estate investments for clients at Bonfitch Capital. He has raised tens of millions of dollars, which has successfully cycled through multiple assets. Beginning in single family as an operator, he flipped over 200 houses in under three years. Prior to expanding into commercial to focus on building a business around working with his ideal client, successful high-income earners like himself who are investing to create flexibility and independence. Independence is what we all want. Through his top-rated podcasts and private investor community, he brings together real estate investors to not only team to learn, but also how to put these strategies to work in their lives. How's it going, brother? Oh, it's going great, man. Excited to be here with you. Excited to dive into uh, to your show. Love what you're doing. Dude, I, 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 full disclosure, we just taped his, but you see, we're like-minded people, so we already connect. So I can't say it's been a while because it's literally only been five minutes, <laughs> but man, yeah. So so talk to me about this. It, it says here, Five universal successful principles. I know about them. I we all pretend we don't know how to hit success. Yeah. But a guy like you clearly is gonna speak everybody's universal language. How do we get these? What are these five principles? Yeah. So what I've found, you know, a little bit about me and kind of where I come from is, you know, I, I've been in the investing space for over a decade. And what I discovered, you know, was that very successful people, they all have a handful of things that are in common, right? And what's so powerful about beginning to understand this is that once you start understanding how other people think and believe, you can actually start applying those same thinking principles into your own life, right? So I run a show called The Investor Mindset. We've interviewed hundreds of very, very successful people. And what I found is that at the core, successful people are extremely clear on what they want and why they want it. When you get clear on your vision, when you get clear on what you're going after, when you get clear on what value you're providing to your clients, you put yourself in a position to be able to make decisions very effectively. So the most successful people, they're extremely clear on what they want. They're extremely clear on what they're going after. And they're extremely clear on how they're going to go about building the life that they want. Now, clarity. <laughs> clarity is power, man. But why, why is it that so many people lack it? Is it because they're, they're afraid of doing the work or people honestly don't know what they truly want? No, I think what really happens for most people is that they have a kind of an idea of what they want, but they're not crystal clear. They have a general direction and it's not, you know, it's all well-intended, right? We, 
you know, mindset is simply your thoughts and beliefs that directly lead to the actions you take and therefore the outcomes you experience. And what's beautiful about understanding that is by changing what you think and believe, you'll actually change who you are. You change how you show up in the world. And so a lot of us, you know, we're pre-programmed from an early age based on our life's experience, based on kind of how our parents thought about different things and topics. And so when we can start to understand that, we can start to become aware of what are those thoughts and beliefs that are serving us and which are those ones that maybe are keeping us right where we're at, although we we want to be doing something bigger and better or living a greater life. And so once you are in that position where you start to recognize that mindset isn't just something people talk about, that it actually represents something for you individually. Then every time you listen to an episode of the investor mindset, every time you listen to a show, um, like what if it did work, then you end up being in a position to start to learn from every single person around you. And I have found that there is people who are phenomenal examples that I want to model. And there are people who are living a life in one particular area or maybe their whole life that are great warnings. It's it's great examples of who you don't want to be or what you don't want to do. And so what I've found after interviewing hundreds of people, studying success, being obsessed with personal development and growth so that I could get myself out of being broke and in poverty growing up to being in a position where I am earning amazing money in my career and business where I've got passive income that covers the life and vision that I'm that I'm working towards and where I've got a very clear mission of what I'm here to do that is where I found that you not only get that feeling of success where you're no longer fearful about not having enough but you actually also feel that fulfillment of knowing that you're doing the right thing every day because I think one of the biggest shames that is so prevalent within our society today is I talk to so many people and they hate what they do they hate where they work. They they don't love the life they're living, but they're unsure about how to change it. And so at the core of what the investor mindset is all about is really understanding a set of principles for how to live, how to think, and then how to actually go about being an investor and start making your money work for you. So I'm happy to talk more about that, or we can go wherever you want. All the above, man. All the above. But when it comes to mindset, because I know you study mindset, you studied successful entrepreneurs. Yes, we all have to get past those limiting beliefs from our childhood. The one thing people don't understand, though, is it's like working out, right? It's it's a process you have to build, you have to build up to gain that confidence, to gain that knowledge. The thing is, don't you think people want the grand slam? They want to be that investor that, that picks up that that hidden gem in real estate that, that nobody has ever seen. And, you know, they, they 100x their money or they they buy a penny stock because God only knows everybody knows penny stocks are worthless. But they buy buy this stock that nobody's heard of for 10 cents. They wake up a week later and the stock's at 100 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Well, it's, it's, it's that mindset. They don't want to do the work, though. Well, I think the, the challenge is that people want the result. They don't really want the activity or the thing that goes through it. And so, you know, there's nothing wrong with at least realizing that, but also realizing, OK, well, what do I need to do differently to actually get the result? 
So let me give you a little bit of a vision that I've I've found a lot of people that I speak with, you know, are are sharing for their life. They're working in their career or their business. They're earning phenomenal money. Their earned income is not a problem. They're living the life. They've got the house. They've got the car. They're doing things the right way. Maybe they want to grow that business. Maybe they want to earn more money. But what they're really looking for out of doing any of those things is they want that feeling of control, of freedom, of the ability to do what they want, when they want, to be able to say no to clients they don't want to work with, to be able to say yes to things that maybe aren't making them money, but fulfill them. But they don't necessarily feel like they're in control. They don't feel like they've got the ability to say no to a client because they know they need that money in order to grow the business or pay for their people. And so what I offer to the world is a shift, a shift in that from being an operator, from being an employee to being an investor. And when you're an investor, what you're doing is you're investing your money that you've earned into assets that then work for you. And those assets then allow your money to be out working just like an employee would, and it continues to pay you over time. But we haven't been taught this from when we're a little kid, right? We hear about investing, but then we also hear about all the horror stories that happen with it where people lose money and people will work way harder to keep what they have than they will to go and create something new. And so that's an opportunity to make a shift in belief as well. But when you actually get really clear on that vision, when you know what that life is going to feel like, when you know who you're going to be impacting, when you've got that clarity of vision and then you pair that by naming your number, by picking your passive income that you're going to earn every single month that will allow you to live that life, it puts you in a position to be truly free. Now, that doesn't mean you're there today, but what it does is it gives you a map and it gives you a destination. And then, of course, you've got to go learn some skills and understand how to do some of these things. But you don't need to go out and start a new business or be an operator. You just need to know how does money work and how can I get my money working and how can I meet the right people who can then do this and do all the work and I get paid most of the results? Because that's one of the things that I've learned studying success is that the rich and wealthy people stay rich and wealthy because they have money and their money works for them. And when you're an investor, typically you're making 60 to 80% or more of the profit. And the person who's going out doing all the work, the operator, right? I run an operating company where I go and buy two to 300 unit multifamily apartments where we do promissory notes, where we invest in a bunch of different types of strategies on the asset based side. You know, we get paid a small percentage in comparison with the profit, but we're happy to do it because it allows our business to grow and scale. And by growing and scaling, we can hire people to then create the vision that we're after. So it creates this alignment of interest. So what I'm really driving towards here is an opportunity for people to shift from thinking about earning money to spend to earning money to invest. And when you put that little, when you put that step in between, now you may delay having as much money as you're earning because you, that money's got to start working for you. But for many people who've been working their whole life and are sitting on a balance sheet, by simply directing money in the right direction, they can start seeing that income come in every day and they can know for sure that it's going to keep coming in. They can know that they've made decisions that not only diversify their portfolio, so there's only a certain amount of risk here and there's less risk there, but also that they can start fueling that life. And what that does is it puts you in a position where now every day you go to work, even if you hated your job, 
but you love the fact that it's fueling that life you're creating and you know that it's going to be able to free you from that. Or if you love your career, right? I love what I do. I'm on a mission to help a million people become financially free. And I know that there's no need for me to ever stop doing it because I've set up my life, my business actively to allow me to do what I love every day. But then I also know that all the money I earn is going to pay me and my family and future families forever because I've learned some of these skills and strategies and they're not that difficult to learn. You just have to know where to start. Now, Stephen, I, I learned this. It, it took forever. I think I was in my late 30s, everything that you're talking about. Is this something that your family taught you? Is this Were these the beliefs about investing growing up in, in your household? You know, I wish that I would have learned this stuff early. I wish that I would have had some great mentors in my household that were living that life, but I actually grew up quite the opposite. You know, I grew up in a challenging childhood financially. My parents always fought about money and it was really the underlying thing that I believed caused all of the pain around our household. Now, in reality, there was a lot more to it. You got to do the emotional work. You got to grow. You've got to change your way of thinking. But I grew up in this place where abundance was not prevalent, where looking at people who are wealthy, you thought, hey, they must have done something wrong in order to get there. I grew up with that belief. So I understand when other people are carrying that, and we see that heavily in society today. But the difference for me was that I got introduced to a number of digital mentors, authors, podcasters, and then people that I've actually worked with directly who I've been able to learn how money works and start to realize that I don't have to live like that, that it's possible for me to change my own way of living. And over a decade of doing it, I've become you know, in a great financial position and I've been able to live the life that I'm also sharing with other people that they can live. And so you don't have to know it when you start, you could even learn at 30, 40, 50, 60. Starting later obviously means you've got to accelerate. You've got a shorter timeline, but all of this stuff works no matter when you decide to do it. But the later you start, you, the less compounding that you have working on your side. So wherever you're at, if you're being introduced to this for the first time or the 50th, Maybe now is the time to take some action to go out and decide, hey, I need to learn about this thing called money. Because if you're in a position where you know how to make money, you're making great money, you're earning hundreds of thousands of dollars a year, maybe millions, you're you're in a great position. Maybe you know how to manage money, right? You're, you're, you know how to save it. Maybe you're figuring out some ways to save on taxes or completely eliminate your taxes. There's a ton that we talk about that you can do in that space. But then it really comes down to how do you multiply it? And if you're a business owner, a lot of you think, hey, there's only one place to multiply and it's my business. And most people are right to think that when you invest in your business, you're often going to get the greatest return on investment in the business. But there's a certain point where certain businesses don't make sense to scale. There's a position where they hit a, a ceiling and they'd have to get to a whole nother level in order for it to make sense. Or they've got too many eggs in one basket. And so this is where the shift happens. It really is a shift from how do I make money, which is what most entrepreneurs have focused their whole life figuring out how to sell and market and operate a team to how do I multiply it? So how do I go about finding those right opportunities and build a passive investment plan that'll pay me forever if my business succeeds or if it fails? 
if I get divorced or we stay together, that I know that we've got this chunk of investable assets that's working for me. And what's cool about that is it's very easy once you've got a vision and a target to then back in and see how much do you need to have, either save or grow through investments to be able to get to that end goal. The thing is, most people have this belief, this false belief that it matters how much you make. If that was the case, entertainers like MC Hammer, Evandra Holyfield, Mike Tyson, these people amassed fortunes. People can make money. The problem is when it comes to investing, what people don't understand is sometimes you're not going to make the same amount of money. And you know, if, if you're making $10 million a year, but you're spending $10 million a year, that that's horrible compared to the person only making $100,000 a year for like 20 years, but he only lives off 50% of that and the other 50% he's investing. Yeah, he might he might not have been able to go on the the private jet and whatnot, but you know, it's like that goofy story that we all heard the tortoise and the hare growing up. That guy's going to have assets. That that guy's going to have things to fall back on while the guy that made all that money but never invested he just has a sad song and a sad story, and usually they want to play victim, and usually, oh, woe is me. And it's like, well, it, but people don't understand that. They, they don't well, – yeah, right? Those people that you mentioned, right, they've, they made huge amounts of money, but they didn't know how to manage it. They probably paid a lot in taxes because a lot of it was earned, and they didn't have a good tax strategy to greatly reduce that. And then they didn't know how to multiply it, right? So if you make 10 million, you spend 10 million, you got nothing left at the end to work with from a multiplication standpoint. So you've always got to keep actively working. Now, I'm somebody who believes you can you can have it all, right? You can live the life you want to live now and you can invest for the future, but you get to decide when you make your passive investment plan what it is that you really want. Like, is the jet important? Do you need the helicopter? Okay, well, if you do, this is how much it's going to cost to buy that or to operate it per year. So how much in investable assets do I need to have working for me that are paying for that asset? And maybe I trade off a couple of years to let my money work. And then all of a sudden that pays for it forever. And it's not something where I've got to go earn money in order to then have the toys, but you get to decide that that's what's so beautiful. But if you consciously make that decision to spend everything you have and to never learn the principles of money, to never learn how to manage it or multiply it or get it working for you, then you are inevitably going to always have to work for money. And you know, some people, they want to do that. Some people, they want to work forever and the thought that they could have financial freedom scares them because they think, hey, if I don't have this driving need for money, then how am I going to be motivated? But what I found, what I've actually found is that when you get financially free from passive income, when you have more than you need coming in, then your shift is then from I have to make this to I get to, right? You can still you can still go and do the same thing. I'll never retire. I don't plan on doing that. I love the mission that I'm on, the people that I get to help, the impact I make. And I love making money and I'm very good at it, 
and I'm making money for myself. I'm making money for all of my employees and team, and I'm making money for all of my clients. And of course, they make money first because we've got aligned interest. But what's so beautiful about this is then I've been able to design my life actively to match what I want, but I also have this passive income that comes in. And every day I'm thinking, hey, when I earn this 10,000, oh, I know this amount's going to end up going to passive income. And I know that that is eventually going to continue to pay me forever. And I want to be in a totally different place. And so when you can learn that, when you can recognize it, and then you can consciously decide that, hey, I've got enough emotional drive to change the way that I'm thinking and what I'm doing and go into the discomfort of learning something new, then that's where magic really happens. Because you think most people are living in a cave of their own creation. They know the cave. They love the cave. They're comfortable there. They they really like to be in a different place. They'd like to go explore. They know that there's other things that are out there, but they're comfortable. And so oftentimes what it takes is you have to have a really strong drive to be able to leave it. Did somebody start a fire in the cave and now you got to run out and you realize it's actually safer outside than you thought? Or did you decide that you're going to set a vision that had enough drive and pleasure for your family or for other people in your life or yourself that gets you to say, hey, I'm going to step out. I'm going to take one step at a time. I'm going to find someone who's already been down this path before that I can learn from. And I know I'm going to trip along the way, but with their guidance, I'm going to get there a lot smoother and more quickly. And all of a sudden you're 10, 20, 50, hundred steps out and you look around and you're like, wow, it's not so scary. And you go another 10, 20, 50 steps forward and you that becomes a new comfort level. And so this is what it all comes down to when you're changing the way you think, when you're changing your mindset, is understanding that these new experiences that you'll put yourself in will actually get you where you want to go. You said something that, to, to me, it's should be very profound. The power of passive income. When you get to do things uh uh, from a place of, I just want to do it. I want to work at this instead of, I must. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people don't understand if you have enough passive income coming in, especially from from real estate, which has tax benefits, you can come from a place of power. You can come from a place of, do I want to do this? Or do I? is it a must? Like, I have to do this. And that's what people don't understand. Most people unfortunately come from a place of and that's why they hate their lives or they hate their decisions is because they're like oh i have to work on this project i have to get out of bed and do this i have to make it a must instead of well i decide on my own to do this because i have other i have assets that are paying for my lifestyle i have assets pain for my bills. It's easier to come from a place of power, easier come coming from that place of saying, I want to do this, then oh my gosh, <laughs> I need this job. I need to do this. Yeah. And a lot of people end up getting comfortable where they're at, right? But it's also fear. It's fear of the unknown. You know, what happens if it does work? What happens if I am successful? What are other people going to think? What are the people who thought what I thought? How are they going to look at me, right? If I go back to that 12-year-old self and I'm thinking, hey, people who have money are bad, 
and I'm living in that mindset, I'm surrounded by people who believe that, then all of a sudden I find a way out and find success and I, I'm going to be an out, outcast for my group. And people don't want that. And so that's why it's so critical when you go through this process of naming your number and setting your vision and picking your passive income target that you actually start adding to your community. Doesn't mean you need to cut out everyone in your life. Some people, maybe you should, but you get the opportunity to be surrounded by other people who are on that same path, believe what you believe. Maybe they're even further down it so that it continues to support that decision that you made that, okay, I want something more and and my family deserves it or I deserve it or the community deserves it. And it's only from that place, once you have that community of support, because challenges are inevitable, that you'll be able to then fight through and break through whenever a challenge does happen. Steven, if I could talk to that 12-year-old boy, you know, the only thing that I would tell him is money is not the root of all evil. It's yeah. the lack of having money that's the root of all evil. And, and that's what people, people need to know. Because w- when you do have money, it, it takes a lot of stress. Money cannot buy happiness. Money can't buy, but it gives you better options. It's like that that meme, I, I've, I've cried broke and I've cried in my Lambo. It's way better crying <laughs> in, in my Lambo. Now, now I've, I've cried in, in, in uh, an old Eclipse or an old Mustang and I've, I've cried in my Tesla plenty of times. I, w- I would have to agree with that statement. Yeah, what I think the other thing too is people think money is evil, but money is just a tool. Exactly. So if I if I if I take a hammer out of the the tool chest and I go in and I use it to to hammer in a nail, you think, hey, great, great tool. But if I try to use that hammer to take out a light bulb, well, you're going to be upset. I just made a mess, just broke a bunch of shit, and things aren't really working out too well, right? And so when you use money in the wrong way or you accentuate things that aren't really helpful to you with money then you're going to look at it from a negative perspective. But if you look at it as the ability for you to have the resources to invest in yourself, to change your way of thinking, to you know improve your health, to spend money on things that allow you to enjoy more of your life, it absolutely is one of the most beneficial things because it's a universal key that opens every door. You know, it won't get you everything that you want, but it sure can put you right in front of it for you to be able to then do the things necessary to be able to bring those things into your life. Well, I tell people it's an amplifier. Not only is it a tool, but it's not like after you you keep on going into new tax brackets, all of a sudden they give you a monocle, you lose your hair, you, you get this evil sinister laugh, and you become this evil guy that Hollywood wants to portray. If you're an amazing guy, you know, you're if you're only going to be Mother Teresa amplified. But if you're I, I've met plenty of poor people or or lower middle class or middle class people living paycheck to paycheck that are dicks, all that's going to do is if if you give them all that money, they're just going to be super dicks. And that's the amplifier. But it doesn't it doesn't change you. Money never changes people. It just amplifies their negative behavior or amplifies their positive behavior. And if they're a giving person, they'll want to give. They'll want to help out more people. And if it and if it doesn't change you, it's because you decided for it to not change you. If you were a dick when you were broke and you're a dick when you're rich, it's because you chose not 
to go do some work on yourself and work with some professionals to figure out, hey, how do I enjoy more of life? How do I interact more effectively? How do I communicate better with my spouse? How do I, whatever those things are for you to step into a level of leadership. If you're broke, it's very difficult to hire the best people to teach you and to train you to become better. But you've got to have that as a core value growth for money to then work on your behalf towards making you better and actually seeing change happen. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, speaking of Hollywood, um, perfect example is uh, Uncle Scrooge. You, you know, <laughs> he was a complete dick. And, you know, the ghost of Christmas future changed that. So, you know, we can all change. And but the thing is, yes, we can't hire mentors if you're if you don't have two two nickels to rub. But if you can go on Pornhub, you have Wi-Fi, you have this instead of doing negative behavior, instead of watching Netflix all weekend or Disney Plus because you want to see the Mandalorian season 20. You know, there's there's these great tools called the Internet that you could learn new things, new ideas, new side hustles, new skills that can, the heavens will open up, will create you more money. And yes, you can't afford the $1 million to hire maybe Anthony Robbins to be your business coach, but you can watch all these free videos that all these mentors put out there. It's wild, it's crazy, but instead they're like, man, have you seen those two chicks bouncing up and down? Let me send you this video now. <laughs> yeah, no, that's so true. And so if, if you're in that position, I want to give you guys something that I believe will be really valuable to you changing towards having an investor mindset. And it's a process that I developed for my name, your number program. And it's a couple of the exercises that I know will change your life when you do it. So I want to give that to you. It's called the passive income vision planner. And it's a guide that you actually walk through and you answer a number of questions. And at the end of it, you're going to be able to name your number and you'll be able to at least start down this path. You'll need to then create your passive investment plan. But if you go to in, investormindset.com slash number, that's investormindset.com slash number. You can register there. You can grab the guide. You can work on it. Respond back to that email. Let me and my team know what your new vision is and what your number is, and you'll be well on your way to being able to go and actually start applying some of this stuff from today's conversation in your own life. And that's free. That's totally free. You just go and actually you have to do the work to start realizing the things that you really want and what's important. Well, Stephen, here's my question. Don't you think most people don't realize that it's not this astronomical amount of money that they need in passive income to create that lifestyle that they've been currently living? When I talk to people, especially people who are wealthy, they often think, oh, I need a hundred thousand a month or a million a month or whatever it is. And it's like, cool, you can definitely do that, right? There's different levels of wealth that you need to get to. But I'd say most people who are earners, you know, if you back in to what that freedom looks like, let's say right now, you know, $10,000 a month is what you need to live a high quality lifestyle that you're already living. Maybe for you, it's 30, maybe it's 50, but let's just use 10 as an example. If 10 is your number, that means that's $120,000 a year. That's $10,000 a month. 
And so if we back into freedom, if we back into how do we actually go about getting to that passive income target, then at a 10% rate of return, which is very doable, you could look at eight, you could look at 12. I can show you many ways that you can make 15 or 20. But if we're just looking passive income, no upside, 10% a month or 10% annually as that return, that means you only need 1.2 million of investable assets. That means you need 1.2 million of dollars in a bank account that will then be directed towards an investment or investments that pay you 10%. So 1.2 million, well, how do you get there? Maybe you've got a balance sheet right now. You've been working your career. You've got some money in a 401k. You can simply move some of that or all of that money over into a strategy that starts paying you immediately. Or maybe you're not in that position and you're thinking, hey, well, how do I get there? But I've got some time. Well, if you take $200,000 and you double your money every three years, that 200 in three years is four. And in six years is eight. And in nine years is 1.6 million, right? So you've surpassed the amount that you need in nine years from one investment of $200,000. Now, adjust that however you will for wherever you're at. If you invested every single year, that amount or a smaller amount or a larger amount, obviously you're going to get to your goal faster. You're going to be able to get to that point where you can turn that, that growth into passive income. And this is where the trade-offs come. Because you might say, hey, well, I don't have that money, but what if you did? What if you could save it up? What if you found another way to make more money in your business or your career? What if you found a way to take money from something that you already own and put it so that it can start working for you? There's a lot of different strategies that we get into in the program around the passive investment plan that you can actually use. But that's an example that I believe that will absolutely change the way you look at this. Because when you realize, hey, the number that I need is much smaller than I ever thought it would be. And it's very achievable. I just need to get connected with the right people and do the right things. Why is it though that everybody, and this is including middle-class America, believes it's like some astronomical amount, like 10 million, 15, 20 million? People believe it's that number because they, they're not clear. They're not doing the math. They're just thinking, hey, well, I've got to have this crazy amount of money in order to live the life I want to live. But they haven't actually sat down and said, well, what does it cost for me to do the things that I want to do, right? When you're getting passive income, that income is either tax-free or deferred, right? Using depreciation, other strategies, or it's at a much lower rate, right? If you're, if you're getting income as equity off of an investment, you're paying 10, 15, 20% capital gains, much, much lower. Let's assume that you don't have a great tax strategist and you can't reduce that number. That's way lower than in your career or your self-employed job where you're paying 40 or 60. So the amount you actually need passively is less than you think because that's the after-tax number that you want to be able to go live off of. But let's say you want the private jet. Let's say you want that luxury lifestyle. Well, then you just got to back in. Well, how much is it going to cost me to run that thing every single year? How much does it cost me to charter jets if I don't want to own it? You know, you can figure out what that actually looks like for you and set some ultimate dream that you're going to grind out and work towards. You can do that. Uh, I'm not against that. I'm just saying you don't have to. And it just if you just get more clear on on what these different opportunities are. And look, the traditional world of financial advising, they don't know this stuff. 
you go talk to a million financial advisors, they don't know about alternative investing into private equity and how to actually do it in a way that will be more secure than some of the stuff that they're showing you. And the reason they don't know is because it's not part of the traditional financial system, right? It's reserved for the ultra wealthy, for the who's who, the no. And the traditional world is reserved for everybody else. Yeah. Wealthy people participate in as well, but they kind of go in through a back door and they have special access. And so it's not that these people that are out there telling you something different when you talk to your financial advisors, not that they're wrong. It's just that they don't know. They're very well intended. So you've got to find the right people who know how to do these kind of strategies. And when you can take your own financial life into your own control, that's where really great things start happening. But you got to start learning and you got to have a reason to actually go and do it. Now, do you have to be an accredited investor to per se to to be a part of this or can anybody with assets join? It's not universal. You can be non-accredited and apply the same principles to get to your end result, right? If your end result is I want 10,000 a month, can you find investments that don't require accreditation? Yeah, absolutely. At Von Finch Capital, the firm that I run, we work nearly exclusively with accredited investors. We do a friends and family deal once or twice a year, same exact quality deal, but it's only for people who've registered, who've talked with my team, who've kind of built that relationship. We've said, yeah, we want you to be a part of the network, part of the family, if you will. But if you're not accredited, you can absolutely go and do these things, right? You'll probably end up taking a slightly different approach because if you're making 500,000 or a million dollars a year and you're a high income earner and your career creates huge profit, then it makes the most sense for you to do your career. If you're unaccredited and you're not really earning very much or you're earning, you know, 50,000, 100,000, $200,000 a year, you're on the way towards being accredited, so stay on the path, you'll get there if you keep growing in what you're doing, but that's where it makes sense to trade time for money. Because if you're making 40 or $50 an hour and you can start doing some activities that are $1,000 activities, right? By going out and buying and operating your own rental portfolio, I don't recommend it for majority of people, especially for my clients because they're high net worth, they're high income earners. But if you're making less than $200,000 a year and you're in a position where you want a new hobby or you feel like I need to figure out a way to make more money, there's a lot of ways to go make money where you can trade your time for a return. And that allows you to create a bigger return on investment, allows you to compound your money faster. And then at that point, you can turn it over to the type of investments that are fully passive, or maybe you found a love and a passion for it. And you keep doing it yourself. Okay. Well, ideally, who would you, who are we targeting when it comes to investing with you? With well, your company. Well, I think at the core, the conversation we're having here is about education. It's about getting clear on where you're at and what you're doing. From a private equity standpoint, Von Finch Capital, we work nearly exclusively with accredited investors. If you're non-accredited and you're very interested and you've got money, you can go and register and start building a relationship with our team and you can get involved. But yeah, 90% of what we do is with accredited investors purely because they have the ability to invest over and over again, and we can help them go down this path much faster. With the Name Your Number program, Investor Mindset, it's all about education. It's all about learning. 
right? And so you can go and learn these skills and apply them, but you just will have less opportunities to get involved if you're not accredited because the way the government has set up the rules is they have essentially sectioned off different types of investments for different income brackets. And so they're not necessarily different types of deals. Sometimes they are. Sometimes the terms are better for somebody who's writing a bigger check versus a smaller one. But really what it is, is that you can't publicly promote these kind of opportunities and bring in non-accredited investors. That's just the way the world works today. Oh, I know. I just want people to expand their vision. Expand. It's like, yes, most people aren't accredited investors. I've been one, haven't been one. It's a ping pong thing. But open the the only reason why we are not accredited investors is what's between our ears you know what's to say like what you said everybody and anybody if they start investing and they start reinvesting their money instead of just like hey look i made i made this amazing return let me go buy that depreciating asset if they keep on even the $50,000, $75,000 a year guy with the right mindset, the right investment mindset, hey, let, let me, you know, instead of this fear of missing out, let me just push back and not party it all away. If, if you have that mindset, it's all the mindset. I, I know, you know, you have to be an accredited investor. The only thing I'm trying to say is, yes, name your number, go on that tool. Buckle down, you know, it's, it's Thursday. What's stopping somebody from like saying, dude, let me not make it rain, go to the club or, or go, go to the casino. How about if I stay in, I don't, anybody can go to Nobu. Anybody can go to Benihana's anybody can go STK, but imagine if you can afford that with that lifestyle by doing your name, your number, by becoming an accredited investor. Yeah, that, sorry, you know, you didn't go out this weekend, but how about if you buckled down, you you went on to name your number, you did the math and you're like, holy smokes, let me, let me find a way to double down. Let me find a way of, you know, not living for today. We, we will have plenty of parties. I, I used to live a life that I had to go. I, I went to Vegas a hundred times in my life because I yeah. felt like, oh my gosh, that party I'm missing out on. Yeah. And, and that, that's the mindset. We're all suckers. That's the reason why people. It's go the trade off, right? It's yeah. the trade off. If you're not in a position to afford to go and do these things off of passive income, I'd argue you, you shouldn't do as many of them, but I'm part of the belief that you get to make that decision, but you have to make it knowing that if you're making, so an accredited investor is somebody who makes over $200,000 a year for two years in a row. And they're single or over 300,000 if they're married or has a million dollars of net worth, excluding their personal home. Doesn't count what's in your personal home, sell it. Boom. You might be accredited. The point being even having a million dollars in net worth is not that much 
unless you're using it in the right way and you can start using it to pay you because there's plenty of people who've been sitting on the same amount of money for a long time and they're hoarding it. But if they got that money working for them and they built the skills to understand how that works and to understand that they can make that investment and be confident about it and not worry about it and feel comfortable with it because they have enough knowledge. You can do this no matter where you're starting. Everything I'm talking about applies to you if you're broke or if you've got a ton of money. The people that we serve happen to have money because you know we run a private equity firm and that's the way it works. But wherever you're at, I encourage you to go through the name your number process to Go and listen to the Investor Mindset podcast. We're putting out lots of really powerful interviews with very smart people. And it's your job to then learn from those people and start applying those ways of thinking in your own life. So I'll kind of finish on this. Everything that we've talked about is something that you can apply no matter where you're at. And it all comes down to simply just changing your thoughts and beliefs, finding the right people to learn from being a part of the right communities, and then getting clear on your vision and creating a plan to get there. Now, part of that is going to be a money-making plan. How are you going to earn money? Part of that's going to be a passive investment plan. How are you going to earn passive income? And then your whole life will be architect, architected with purpose so that whatever you do, you're doing it from your own place of deciding. And I want people to be able to live in that place where they've got control of their destiny, where they know there's no one else to blame than myself for where I'm at. Be not because blame is important, but because taking that self-ownership is critical. Because when you're in full control of your own destiny, when you know that I can make a new set of decisions based on this experience today, right? When failure is just a lesson, that will unlock such a different way of living and thinking. So I super appreciate Omar, you having me on. If you guys liked what we talked about, please do check out the Investor Mindset Podcast or follow me at steven.pesavento on Instagram and LinkedIn. And uh, I'm here to serve. So hopefully you guys uh, will join me on my mission to help a million people become financially free uh, by applying some of this stuff and sharing it with others. Exactly, brother. Name your number. I want people to do that as soon as they hear it sometime during today. And yeah, we can't afford the mentors, but you know what's free? The Investor Mindset Podcast. And looking at at your guests, you've had some amazing guests, not including me, but you've had some really heavy hitters. (laughs) Knowledge is power. And when it's free knowledge, when somebody doesn't have to pay for that to, to get into that mastermind or to get into those rooms, and when you can put away the Howard Stern. You can put away whatever you're listening to and listen to a podcast. It's free. That's winning. Steven, thank you for your time. Is there anything, any parting words that you would love to tell somebody that's sitting on the sidelines of their life? Thanks so much for listening and take action. Amen. Hey, thank you. Thank you for your time. Thank you for being on my show. Thank you for not only giving me knowledge and awareness and opening up my mind even more, but for the listeners too. Steven, thanks. You're a rock star, brother. Thank you for everything. What if you did work? What if you took action and made it happen and started living inside of your purpose? What if you did work? Right now you can make the choice to never listen to that negative voice no more.
The hardest prison to escape is our own mind. I was trapped inside that prison all for a long time. To make it happen, you gotta take action. Just imagine what if it did work.